Hey everyone, welcome to episode 187 of the Chan My name is Josh, with me as always is my bearded co-host, Mr. Andy Fusco. <clears throat> That's his eye. And our special guest, Ozzy the fucking Ozbrod. G'day mate. <laughs> Uh, if really you didn't leaning know, into that whole Aussie thing. Too, huh? <laughs> if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know that you can like the show, you can follow us, uh, blah, 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 and auto open. Hey, uh, hey, Josh. Yes, Fusco. You know what really sticks a kid in my old pool? What is that? Um... <laughs> When you uh, when uh, the COVID hits you and you uh, and you just and you got to do the show from uh, from home. Do you think you, you think just, you're you Rona? No, I don't. But you know, I'll I'll lean into that just because why not? Safety first, <laughs> always. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, we're very no, safe. No person show. No no whoring. No no drinking. Yeah, this is you know sucks. you know uh, Rab Rab got the Rona. Yeah, I heard. This is why we cannot have nice things. <laughs> Everybody's going to have it eventually, right? It's uh, better I'm, than the syphilis. So yeah, well, had both. Better, better than sick dick. <laughs> so instead of that, we're going to be doing this, I guess. Yeah, we're going to do... Talking gonna, on a computer. Yeah, it's going to be... I don't be, do enough of that all fucking day. It's going to be everyone's <laughs> worst nightmare, a Zoom call. <laughs> it's very exciting, very exciting. This is why we cannot have nice things. 100%. And we have at least a nice person, if not nice things. Because, uh, you know, women aren't things, apparently. Mm. <laughs> we have Ozzy Osbrod. Ozzy is... <laughs> she's, the best, she's the best of us. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I, I stayed quiet. She She's Thanks, easily the best of us. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for uh, coming on tonight. I'm not sure uh, how Josh talked you into it, but uh, we figured, with hey. With approximately five minutes no notice, as usual. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. You had notice around noon my time, so 5 a.m. your time. <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, she, she should have been up course, and waiting. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't, of course, get up until 9 a.m., so, you know, yeah, Saturday. Hit, well, yeah, but. That's that's because your national animal is the fucking sloth, so you all just slowly claw your way out of bed. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, that's that's the that's the northern uh, province or whatever the hell you guys call it state. I guess I don't know what you guys. Wrong call way it. around. We're upside down. Remember, he's down south. Oh, is he okay? The southern state. <laughs> that's right. The other way. It's still a lot of <laughs> British prisoners. No matter how you look at it. You're just trying to wind me up, man. Come on. My, uh, if I was trying to wind you up, I'd tell you why uh, Voldemort should have had a nose. Here we are. Yeah, but uh, but welcome welcome to the uh, Nakatomi Plaza podcasts. Uh, Skill. Yes, sir. Tell us about your deathly illness. Uh, it's not so bad. Uh, I don't know. I I uh, I just got sick the other day. Started getting a cough, and uh, so I decided to. Be cautious and uh, just whose whose fart box did you lick? Oh well, within the last two weeks, it could be it could be anybody at this point. I don't know where I got it. It could there, there's there's a lot of opportunity there, but uh, yeah, 
no, it's uh, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm I'm powering through. So uh, I'm not like that pussy rat that's whining and bitching about it. <laughs> <laughs> If it's ripping uh, through the podcast audience, should I be wearing a mask? Like, is this a contagious call? <laughs> That's a good point. You probably should. Yeah. Well, the, the only thing you're going to catch from this call is uh, insen- <laughs> uh, a severe insensitivity. I already have that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be it's going it's going to be rough. Uh, I wish I had. I ordered uh, my free COVID test from the government. Like, God knows, I don't know, a week or two ago. I don't remember when. Oh, I, I, wish I, I got. Had, I wish I, got... I had them now. I got mine. Do you want one of mine? No, it'll, it's bound to come in the mail and when I'm better, I'm sure. It'll I mean, be play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> I'll be fine. It's been good. It's been fine so far. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what I'm dealing with this week. So, so I'd, let's... I'd weigh, in. I'd hey. weigh in, but I feel like I'm talking about healthcare with Americans is punching down, so I'm not going to do that. <sighs> it, is, it is abusive. <laughs> It's abusive for you to talk about healthcare because uh, <laughs> apparently I'll just get it for free, which is bullshit. Well, well, I mean, if you're broke enough here, you get it for free. I can t- I can tell you that too. What if someone puts you out of your misery because you've got guns? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's uh, it's like when they sawed off your leg in the, in the Civil War. It's very similar now. They just shoot you in the head like a horse. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's still healthcare, right? It's solving a problem. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> they so just, solving they just, the problem of life. <laughs> they just they just give you a face mask mask that's already been used, mm. and then the problem sorts itself out. I already got one of those. I use it all the time. Yeah, but also you got to keep in mind, like you've dyed your beard white just through straight pH balance of pussy. Well. <laughs> That could be it. Or it could be me being apparently 50-some-odd years old, according to Ozzy Brown. Yeah, you are old. That's true. <laughs> He's feeling old 50 of them right now. Yeah. So we should uh, talk about bagpipes, I guess, because it's a bagpipe show. Right. Well, let's go through the uh, news and updates, shall we? We haven't hit on any of those yet. Fusco, but, uh, do my job. Just run through it while I pour myself a drink. Well, first thing we're gonna, we're gonna hit life checks, but we'll hit that at the end because that's really the topic of the show today is uh, Josh's life check. So, and if you're wondering why Josh is so uh, punchy and drunk, apparently, you'll find out soon. But uh, the uh, first off, don't forget uh, Chanaran has a Discord, and if you're not on Discord, you're apparently a loser because all the cool kids are on Discord. Um, all the so, not cool uh, kids are on Discord too. Yeah, well, that's for sure. If you look at the channel on Discord, there's a there's some questionable characters on there. I'll tell you that. Um, but either way, it's a good place to um, share memes that I don't understand. Apparently, well, and, uh... boomer. <laughs> oh come on, that meme today! Like I was like, I don't, I don't follow this. Maybe it was a Canadian joke. Maybe I just missed it on the Canadian thing. I don't know. But um, but either way, sometimes these these things are funny. But uh, yeah, join the Discord channel rant. Uh, and also you can join the Dojo Discord if you're a member there as well. Uh, so what else? The Buddy, dojo... this is not nearly as rehearsed as I thought it would be. Why would I rehearse it? Come on, man. You got this. Okay, so you're going to do like, uh, you know, Price is Right salesman voice. I don't do that. I believe in you. Uh, <clears throat> you... <laughs> If you wanted me to practice it, you can tell me about it more than in the moment. But uh, yeah, so what else do we have? The no wonder dojo nobody clicks the goddamn dojo link. It's like it's like yeah, click the dojo link or don't. I don't give a fuck. 
Are you gonna let me do it or not? Okay, I'll, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step aside. Let you do your bit. All right. So coming up in February, we have the Dojo's Pipe Major Symposium. If you'd like to know more information about that, go to channerant.com/simp, and you too can learn from the greatest pipe major of all time, potentially, uh, Richard Parks. He is uh, he's going to be a special guest of the new Dojo Pipe Major Symposium for 2022. Uh, definitely look into that. We I will be there. Josh, you're supposed to be there. I don't know if you'll show up, but you're supposed to be there. Um, and we're going to help uh, bring some people in and answer some questions on the Pipe Major Symposium. Uh, so what else we have going on? Episode 200 is coming up, probably in May, maybe June at the rate we're going. We'll see how this goes. Um, but uh, episode 200, we're looking for great ideas, big things. We're going to do something in person, hopefully. I'm okay if you're out there. Start planning. Uh, yeah. So episode 200 coming up soon. What else we got? New merch in the store, channerant.com slash store. You can check out our new merch. Josh's favorite. Josh loves to do uh, Baphomet shirts for whatever reason. So we have the Baphomet shirt. This one's selling pretty good, actually. Hail so Satan. Josh, this one's going pretty well. Um, and then uh, I think that's all our announcements. What, are, what else? we got a happy hour coming up in February. I have the date, but I don't have it in front of me. It's the last weekend in February. Do we have a speaker? <clears throat> not not worth announcing quite yet, but uh, we will have a speaker for the February happy hour, which we're doing educational material, sort of learning how to do more stuff with your band. What did we do last week? Joe Brady did, um, I want to use the term marketing. He didn't like the term marketing. What would you call it? Band branding, I suppose. Like, uh, uh, make, Yeah, I mean, being... and content, mostly about like uh, how you content. Correct. Yeah, do more content, getting out to your community, getting known. Not for the purpose of uh, marketing or recruiting, but just, uh, you know, doing something for your band to make them, you know, happy to be part of your band would seem to be the big, uh, the big um, sort of thing that worked out for them. So I went through uh, and uh, archived a bunch of posts on the uh, band that shall not be named Instagram account. Archived them? Yeah. So like you don't delete them, you archive them. Oh, they yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And that you can kind of curate the feed. Right, gotcha. Okay, so I uh, I also took one of Joe's took Joe's advice and shared one of our popular videos today. I, I saw that list of things to do is to share our stuff. Uh, so that's not a bad idea. Like if you have something that's successful, to you know continue to uh, post it and share it every once in a while, see what happens. But uh, definitely Stewie was one of our favorites. I'll probably find a couple others and do you do those other over time as well. But um, but yeah, so then uh, show's all caught up. We're doing good. We're still on track. We'll see how this continues after the depressing episode that's going to be tonight. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, when we talk about failure, we were doing so good for like three weeks in a row, and now we're going to go all negative and deep again. So, I but say, anyway, I was, so, I was so impressed that you guys managed to get that many podcasts pushed out in such a short period of time. It was like two weeks ago, we were like three months behind, and all of a sudden you're back up to date. Kudos. Yeah, man. Yeah, like you're right. Three months. Channering well, helped... dominates the bagpipe podcast space. <laughs> it helps that we took basically December off for the most part because that that was a month of podcast we didn't have to catch up on, but <laughs> for sure. But yeah, man, we're we're still uh, doing good, and we p pounded out another one on Monday, and here we are. Uh, so we'll see if that helps us. But uh, yeah, so those were our news and updates. I do want to say again, if you're out there and you're in the pipe band world, support the people that support us. Uh, it is the Channel Podcast, so you know, like 
you're thinking about learning bagpipes, join the dojo. If you want to wear cool new shirts that are bagpipe related, go to the Chinnerant store or just join the Patreon and um, support the Chinnerant. We love it. Uh, and then we can buy cool stuff that, like Josh's awesome camera that makes him look like a potato. Um, so <laughs> maybe we can upgrade that uh, laptop camera somehow. But uh, extra anyway. potatoey today. <laughs> I think it could be the lighting too. Your it's probably working extra hard in that dark red light you got going on up over there. But uh, but either way, so uh, yeah, those are our announcements, Josh. Uh, what Dude, that was you did a great job. Yeah, well, you know, I've learned from the best. You just needed a bit of passive aggressive bickering to get him up to speed with it. I, I, I <laughs> thought you did a great job. Uh, I, I, I have no notes. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure I'll hear about it later. So, Aside from the um, fact that I can see the reflection of Pornhub on your face in your screen, I have no notes <laughs> other than that. I do not use this as my good computer. I have never, ever done porn on this computer because I need it. And it's been great because it still works almost as good as the day. So wait, so wait, you, so half. what you've admitted is you do have a porn computer. It's just not this one. <laughs> yeah, it's called my phone. I also love that you said done porn, not watched porn. <laughs> Were you missing a story oh, here? <laughs> did I say that? I didn't, I didn't catch that. Part, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've watched zero porn on this computer uh, and it works great today, which is, which is a good, on my other computer, the one before this, that fucker by the end was barely moved. That's the one that just sinks through the floor into, <laughs> into the core of the earth. Absolutely. It is. Cause it's, it is, it's so weighed down by the sins that have been committed. <laughs> it is a product of Satan for sure. Yeah. So it just sucked itself into the core uh what do we want to do next Josh? well i'll tell you what now seems like as good a time as any to talk about mcclellan motherfucking bagpipes oh yeah i forgot about them how do, how do we forget about them mcclellan bagpipes by north carolina artisan bagpipe maker roddy mcclellan from Eust in scotland they don't strive to be the biggest fastest or the cheapest they do however meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter, designed with North American bands in mind providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics, and strong, clear projection. Elevation Chanters, along with Chanter Reeds from Adrian Melvin, provide a stable platform for a thick band sound without big overhauls. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. And that's why we love McClellan Bagpipes. <laughs> Brilliant. So let's go. Uh, yes, let's let's make an episode. Now's do you want me? Do you want me to three... hit? Do you want me to hit record? Oh dear God! It's not. It wouldn't be the first time this thing this happened. So uh, now's about the time where we have a big old cup of tea and get to the topic <laughs> of the week. And my my cup of tea is a cup of vodka. Oh boy! I, drink some tea, will you? Slow down. We gotta get. We got at least a half an hour to do here. Josh doesn't drink for a month, and then all of a sudden it hits him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is did Vegas happen to you, Josh? Is that what? Yeah, he is? got Vegas tonight. Apparently, <laughs> we'll, we'll. I guess we'll talk about that after the uh, break. Are we doing a break? Or are we going right into it? Come at me. <laughs> hey, Sco. Yes, Josh. Do you want to do some topic? Uh, I do. Should we talk about the topic now? So we have three people that are professional people at the topic of the week this week which is failure 
failure. I, I guess in dealing with failure too is maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll try to turn it into a positive thing. We'll see. Uh, we don't last too long in the positivity in on this show, but uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about failure, I guess tonight, and um, maybe, maybe a lot bit. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, I guess this is your story to start with. Uh, my failure is just life in general, but we've heard that. Um, <laughs> but, wait, uh, wait, what, that, what that's all failure? you. That's all you brought. Oh, I've got. Oh, I've got stories. Don't. Worry. But you, this is all about you tonight. Uh, well, I mean, my failure is short-lived, but still failure. So tell us. Talk. Take us through the. Take us through. Oh, uh, so been been working on a new job. Right. Uh, Which is a part. A part of that job has been, you know, certain requirements you have to meet. Had had a great test uh, yesterday, and uh, fucking shit the bed. <laughs> All right, take us through shitting the bed. So, your your job that you're looking for is in the public service field, I suppose. Or the yeah, pro- yeah. Uh, public safety. It, excuse me. Public yeah, safety. it's it's in the service field. Uh, Josh wants to be a cop or fireman or any of those things. Anything that pays. Um, I, I, anything that'll take him at this point. <laughs> yeah, at this, at this point, pays. Uh, yeah, so he would love to be able to afford to take his girlfriend to a nice dinner once in a while, um, I'm sure. Dude, are you kidding me? Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have a bigger house. Well, that too. I mean, that would be nice. Although, I mean, really, big is is it really that important. You have, well, a, you well, have a house. Okay. It's your own. So You do whatever you want to it. So on the topic of failure, here here's where I'd land on this. Shit the bed easily. Like, fucked it up, failed. That's okay, right? Like, that'll happen. Uh, the, the whole point of the topic of the week, in my mind, and if I can fucking levy any advice to anyone, what it would be is, you only fail if you quit. And I okay. think that in piping, that's also... Very relevant. Mm, I don't know. Some people should quit, don't you think? No. <laughs> you well, you only fail if you quit, right? Like, well, <laughs> or if you're if you're in a service band, you just become a bass drummer. And as we yeah, but you didn't why quit. Service bands have seventeen bass drums and four pipes. I mean, the biggest thing for me is always like the idea of you know, and nobody has had their dick kicked in more than me over the course of my life, like. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, uh, that's a big statement, man. Are you sure you want to go with that, dude? Lord knows, I have uh, failed probably more than anyone. Mm. All right, but at the keep same going. time, it's like you know, just keep coming back. Be the goddamn Terminator. Yeah, that was a good analogy you had this week. What's the Terminator analogy here? Uh, the Terminator analogy was he never. <laughs> the Terminator over the course of the movies. He failed every fucking time. To be fair, he or she, there was a female in there somewhere along there. We're not, uh, we're not uh, sexist here. But guess what? Next <laughs> fail to, women fail too. Next <laughs> next movie, Terminator was back. He kept trying. He might he, he she kept failing. He she they whatever whatever they identify as. So uh, yeah, you know, you, know uh, you gotta adopt the Terminator mentality and just. I'm going to be 65 like Fusco when I finally pass this shit, but <laughs> it's going to be amazing when Josh becomes a court 
or whatever the fuck they call it, a marshal or whatever you're trying to get into. But uh, yeah, you know, you know, I'll, I'll be I'll be seventy like you are, you old bastard. <laughs> I'm in my forties. Come on now. You get a decade older every minute, just then. Fat forties. <laughs> With this super awesome uh, smoothing effect that Zoom has, I look like I'm 35. <laughs> yeah, your beard definitely looks like you're 35. Well, the beard, the grayness, but, you know. Yeah, it matches your headphones, at least. Yeah, it's, that's what I did. It. I'm trying to match. It's all a whole thing, you know. Oh, you dyed your beard white to match your headphones. <laughs> well, as we as you've heard on the show once before... Uh, my dream as a child was to look like Sean Connery someday with the white beard and like Hunt for Red October. What so are you going to do? Closer, getting closer. What are you going to do about the lack of seven inches of height? Oh, I just didn't look like him. I didn't say I had to be as, I don't, and I have no idea how tall he is, but uh, he's like six two. Well, he was. Yeah, he's dead now, but uh, either way, it was all about the beard. <laughs> currently, the currently beard. he's <laughs> minus six. <laughs> he's minus six feet. <laughs> Uh, you gotta love Sean Connery, though, you know. Um, but anyway, that that's neither here nor there. Well, you gotta love um, Sean Connery. He was one of the few people who had the courage to just double down on beating women. <laughs> oh, that was a great interview. You gotta, and uh, and and he was he was dead ass wrong, and yet he doubled down. <laughs> Sometimes women just don't shut up, Josh. Some, you know oh my I mean? fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't I've literally know said when, like four things this whole show Are you they just don't me? know when to shut up, shut up? <laughs> <laughs> no I just mean like you know they get nagging on you and they just don't know when enough's <laughs> enough you know what I mean and as Sean Connery said you just gotta like you know <laughs> this is why we cannot have you know? nice things <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine M.O.K. right now is just screaming at her fucking phone right now or whatever she's listening to this <laughs> <laughs> so Ozzy, uh you know, why don't you chime in? Sure. Nope. Actually, yeah, we're done. And that's it. That that's all we had. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just said after dark on the fucking podcast. <laughs> Good after dark day and Ross Millard all in the same moment. Uh Ozzy, come on. Lay lay some fucking wisdom on us. I should have known that. Actually, I read a funny story about Sean Connery. Or maybe not so funny, but it, <laughs> I laughed out loud when I read it. I actually didn't know he was dead. So there you go. I was today years old when I found that out. But um, he, um, someone said to him, like, what was the best shag you ever had? <laughs> and he's like, answered without hesitation, just gone, Petula Clark, 19, whatever it was, up the ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fair. Wow. That is a man who's got <laughs> F. Fuck? He's got F me money. He just does not care. That's he did brilliant. not give a fuck. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredibly Fantastic. fair. The dude, dude, could you imagine? Imagine a list that guy's got. Holy Fusco. <laughs> could you imagine a world where you're James Bond for 20 years? No. If you Go were on. James Bond for 20 <laughs> years, you would crush. Oh, absolutely. Like that guy's list must be outrageous. Like, He's certainly better than Stuart Little's. And he got, even, he got, even he, when he grows a beard. And keep in mind the unfuckable monsters that he was followed up with, like fucking Roger Moore or Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton, yeah, the worst one for sure. Uh, Timothy well, Dalton was Daniel Craig Bond before Daniel Craig Bond was Daniel <laughs> Craig Bond. But I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to get there. 
I'll give you I'll give you Daniel Craig. I'm I'm not a big fan of the Daniel Craig thing, but um I don't know. Wait, this is this Nelson. actually we have an incredible opportunity. Ozzy, who are who is the sexiest Bond? That is a great uh, question. All right, Mary Fuck Kill. Sean Mary Connery. <laughs> Mary Timothy Fuck Kill. Dalton. Uh Sean Connery Daniel Craig Roger Moore. No, no, no. You gotta go Timothy Dalton. She's already referenced that she kinda dug him. Hmm. That's a good question. Alright. I reckon. Fuck Sean Connery. <laughs> For sure. He's gotta have a huge hog there. He's just yeah. gonna lay there. Uh, well, maybe not. Because <laughs> he talks it up so much. He's but a va- he's a vanilla starfish for sure. <laughs> well they are all are for sure, I would imagine. Anyone who talks about it too much, shit in bed. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> so I would say, yeah, fuck Sean Connery. I reckon I'd marry Daniel Craig, because I think he seems like a lovely man. And I would kill Roger Moore because those movies were corny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, Which I'm usually yeah, into, cool. but I was not into the Roger Moore era. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like a couple of his, but only because I was a kid at the time and they were I, I haven't watched them in forever, but <sighs> interesting. Interesting. So you would uh you would actually have have choose to F the biggest um misogynist on the planet, arguably, or now under the planet. Now are we talking about Sean Connery or Sean Connery is Bond? Because there's a difference. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'm with you. All right. All right, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> we, we framed it as Bond. Right, you're right, you're right. You got you. Uh huh. Interesting. So, all right. Uh, well, how do we get on to the bond thing? What are we talking about? <laughs> I think we should be in. So it always comes back to the beard, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It all, it's all it's all about the beard, exactly. Yeah. So it's like the um, um, what do you call it? like the gravity center of the podcast? It's like the black <laughs> hole sucking everything back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about underestimating things that we are trying to do, which could be piping or uh, our approach to piping or approach to anything really for all that matter. Um, let's say we're preparing for a competition or preparing for a physical test or preparing for whatever the hell it might be. And it's not our strong suit potentially, right? Uh, maybe timing is not our strong suit or rhythm or whatever the hell it might be. Um, it's, it's easy. And I I find this with people, students all the time. I find it with my band. We see this all the freaking time. People wildly underestimate their ability to um, work with a metronome, for example. Uh, <laughs> or we've all dealt with the student who's like, oh, I'll just do it at home, right? Um, that kind of thing. Like, uh, you, you know, you work around the table, you put them on the spot, and they're like, oh, I'll, I'll get it at home, right? Um, so, but they never do, right? And we overestimate our ability to do something until we're forced to let's you know, put in front of our face. And that's an important thing for us to come to terms with, I think, is what are our weaknesses and how do we approach it the next time? And that's where the don't quit thing comes in, Josh. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean we don't have to adjust our process. We have to learn, right? We either win or we lo- or we learn, right? So if we fail at something, we have to learn from it and adjust our process in some way. And that's what's important here. Um, so for pipers, for example. Um, if you know people make a lot out of competition and maybe you're a competitive person and I understand that because I am for sure and we want to win everybody wants to win but what are we really doing this for you know what's our why for why we play pipes is it really to 
win a cheesy medal that we get at some fucking middle of nowhere field. You know, does anybody really care that much? Probably not. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> uh, where, Josh, where are your medals that you've won over the years? Do you, do you know where? Oh, they are? Uh, Kelly has a couple. Did you sign them for her or something? No, <laughs> no. She just, I, I just left before they gave them out. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's, that's the point. Like where they are, they, who, I don't know. Like who cares? Like I got a pile in one of my case. I don't know. They're somewhere. I've got, but I've got all my not sheets. Pl- like I, I, not, not I saved sheets religiously. Sure. And that's fine. But uh, metals, really metals, I don't give use. a shit about. Like I have sheets where I have first places. I have no battle to go with it. Sure. But do the sheets really matter now? 15 years later? The, no, but the sheets were the only constructive criticism at the time. Sure. And are sheets all that useful these days? Like, what do we do it for the sheets? Well, how nowadays. Much do, how much do they say that's really well, helpful? Well, you guys do. Nowadays, nowadays well, I feel maybe. like I have, I have access to uh, way more criticism when I play pipes. But back then... <laughs> well, yeah, especially... But uh, do it online. But back then, that was the only criticism I had was sheets at contest. Well, I mean, I I don't remember if you had a teacher back then, but you would have had a instructor criticism. I had a lot of instructors. I uh, I had you and Danny, and you're both shite. Uh, I don't think I was teaching you. And then I had I had Ian Whitelaw, who was also uh, crazy. I had uh, Seamus for a bit. One of my favorites. I I liked working with Seamus. But yeah, I went through like six instructors quickly, but also you know the only the only feedback I got was sheets. Right. This is, my point is, and the sheets are were, sheets really all that useful. The sheets were like, eh. Right. Exactly. Bit bit flat <laughs> flub in the third part. Right. Exactly. Is this really why we do this for the sheets? I argue no. Uh, we do it to have a reason to play. So thus, we have a why. Nowadays, we, I can't even play the instrument in any forum because the goddamn six will descend on me like vultures. <laughs> you got to do it anyway, though, man. This is the... Uh, is that... That could be an, uh, an argument for that you're quitting because you're not willing to, like... I mean, they're going to shit on you either way. Like, who gives a fuck? Oh, I'm uh, still, so, still going to send it. You know me. Well, you just said that you, you're... You didn't use the word afraid, but that's essentially what you're saying. Like you don't want to post anything because they're going to descend on you. Like does it? Does that really? Does that really matter? I'm going to do it anyway. I think that's a really valid thing, though, right? Because so many people are afraid to post things publicly, and I feel that way sometimes. Like I'll post stuff. Like obviously, I'm a member of the Dojo, so I'll post stuff in there because I know they're a supportive community. But I know if I post it on, for example, certain Facebook groups. Um, I'm going to get fucking descended on with 15 different opinions from like different blokes from different parts of the world who, hey, you shouldn't be playing doublings that way. If you've got a teacher, like blah, 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 like just constantly like vomiting their fucking opinions all over everything. And it's like, right, 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 right. But you know, those are the fucking <laughs> internet assholes that nobody yeah, cares. Exactly. They, they, they couldn't play anything to save their life. Exactly. We, I've seen this a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also, yeah, that's also love. why I, Dude, like, when I did the hundred, when I did the hundred day challenge, I posted videos. Yeah, Camille, go to the Las Vegas Pipe Band YouTube right now and Google or just pull the video from the Stuart, the last couple Stuart videos. Just yep. the one that did the interview and look at the comments recently that people have posted on Stuart Little's videos. Are they giving him advice on on how he should be doing things differently? Look, just oh take, a look, take a look. Take a look. Take a look. 
it's it's phenomenal so it's like uh all right um people are gonna do that shit all the time uh they they do it to the best guys that we can do it to anybody like and you've had this uh at least i I think it was you it probably was where you'd post something and maybe it was heather i don't know but um where some jerk would comment about you know be some sexist comment or something oh, yeah. oh, a little lady That's maybe I, maybe i can help or something like just some stupid thing. uh no the one that i loved was um not not even well for starters i would always get fucking not just like hey great playing but oh my god like i really loved like you know the way that you smile when you're like and oh no that was the one that i got it. <laughs> oh um you know that was great playing but you should try and smile more i'm like how the right, fuck right. can i smile <laughs> with a fucking blowpipe yeah that, that was the one that was the <laughs> one absolute yeah fucking cunt and the best part of that was that like, <laughs> um i posted some smart ass comment in there tagging all of the blokes who were posting videos as well just saying like do you think any of them should be smiling while they like doing their video <laughs> and then like four of them did and i could not love them more <laughs> in my entire life that was like i think kenny heiner and a couple of other guys literally aaron aaron who listens to this show like posted um, videos of themselves smiling while they were playing <laughs> and it was the creepiest most inefficient fucking thing you've ever seen in your life it was so funny <laughs> that's fantastic yeah. but that's the, that's the point like those guys those kind of people are going to do it no matter what you do um like <laughs> you know like or just turn the fucking comments off if you really want but yeah you know True. like if that's something that's important to you posting your video and like getting feedback might be useful by the way at the dojo did you know you could post videos at our discord for for commentary by andrew douglas or carl or whoever the fuck happens to see it but uh either way um you know if that's the kind of feedback that that's useful to you then you know or, or not most of the time it's not because it's some jerk off in the middle of nowhere that couldn't play that, <laughs> right but uh but either way uh <laughs> just quickly, i just found that comment on the las vegas pipe band channel so <laughs> did you find it like is, yeah, there, is like, there a good one there that you can see yeah some like four months ago posted on a video of stuart little playing a fucking flawless performance to most people's ear Tell him that the C natural in Thunderstruck is way sharper than it should be. Either the read or change doesn't fit for the purpose. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, yeah, there, that's probably a guy that that's probably a guy like a Renfair guy of some sort. I bet who wears like a pirate shirt, like a Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> pirate shirt, and a goddamn utilikilt or some shit. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's there's quite a few of those. I see all of them, and it's like so funny to me. Like when I get some jerk off comment about, I don't know what. <laughs> well, it's uh, always it's also line. like, what are you doing? Well, yeah, it, well, exactly. That. But that's that's the point. Those are well, those that's people. The, that's that... the thing I love about that is every single person who has ever posted a negative comment on any video I've ever posted has never fucking posted a video of themselves playing. Right. Once. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. This comes <laughs> this comes back to failure. It does absolutely like, but this is the quitting thing. It's like, what are we in this? What is your? What are you in this for? For one, you need everybody needs to decide that. Like, why do you play? And 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 also, so, uh, okay, I'm gonna try to rope this all back in. This should be posting fun. posting a video of yourself playing, good, bad, or otherwise, right? Like you're doing a thing. And everyone who's not doing a thing can get fucked. Well, the other side of it is too, like every everyone who posts a video, like I know I've I've struggled with this myself, and I think a big part of it also comes back to 
Australian culture and like we don't put ourselves out there <clears throat> so that's a big part of it. it's like you don't want to put yourself out for criticism it's that whole tall poppy syndrome thing yeah but you like, go you you really don't put yourself out there whatsoever Aussie you definitely haven't like uh <laughs> podcasted or you know co-authored a book or co-authored been on other people's podcasts but anyway um so <laughs> But um, <laughs> yeah, when the one time she hosted a podcast, she, she <laughs> so. I didn't host that. That's why. Well, <laughs> I thought you was... were in charge of that one. <laughs> no, it was running that one. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't your fault that it was bad. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was a part of the failure, and you know what? I'm still here. Um, right, but exactly. no, my my point is with the um, video posting is like you. I think the reason people like are afraid to post is that they're everyone thinks that they're better than they are or they, they want to be better so they can hear like um, play, they can hear they're playing and they, they have an estimation of what they want to sound like because I think wherever you're at in your learning journey, you're always trying to improve. So like when you post a video or you take a video and you hear yourself and you go, oh fuck, I fucked that doubling or like that bell was shit or whatever, it's minuscule in the, in the context of the actual video but you don't want to post it because you're like, oh, I'm going to get ripped to shreds for this thing that I'm overthinking and I can hear. But the thing is like you're only ever as good as you are. So if you're not posting it, you're not getting feedback. If you're posting it in the right places and getting actually good feedback. Um, and failure is a teacher. So, but like the, the timeline to actually get there across like actually applying yourself and taking incremental steps rather than expecting that you're going to be, you know, a pro grade piper tomorrow. Like that's the difference I think. And so we got people who join who get cranky because like some learners, you know, take eight months to get onto pipes, but others might take three years. It's like they've just got longer to go and they they maybe not applying themselves as much. They're not practicing as much. They're not, you know, being focused and, and really, you know, taking incremental steps. They're just looking at the whole picture and getting overwhelmed or trying to do too much at once. So it's not necessarily that it's a limitation. It's just that they need to revise their expectations. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So a very a drum instructor, an online drum instructor who I like to follow, who has a podcast and all this stuff, used to talk about this. And I, I use this in my just talks. I learned it from him. But he talks about students having, everybody's got a different timeline. Um, so we have a timeline that we're moving along in our journey of learning pipes or drums or whatever it might be. And this is a drum set guy, not, nothing to do with pipe band. But, um, but he talks about where are you on your timeline? And is that, it's, it's unreasonable to compare your timeline to mine or anybody's, whoever's it is, right? Um, so be realistic about what that journey looks like you know people don't see uh, i don't know let's use somebody else but let's say uh who's who's not gifted but is pretty good uh, <laughs> uh, this is going to uh, be the most offensive thing you've ever said on the podcast <laughs> uh geez because the guys that are super good seem to be gifted but we don't i may i guess that's maybe the point we don't see their journey right uh we well, see when they the started Right. Or when they no started, yeah, like no someone idea. who started as a kid's got 30 years on you to someone who started two years ago. They right, might be exactly. the same age, but. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, I don't know, like the, I don't know, whoever's of the world, the Jack Lee's of the world or whatever. We don't know what they're like as a kid and if they're any good or whatever and, and how much they put into it. And and that's a big part of this is the um, the, the timeline idea of like, what are you putting into this? And, and are you moving along at a pace that makes that makes you happy as opposed to looking at the end goal, which is whoever you look up to and being like, well, I want to be there now. And that's unrealistic and not be not accepting the reality of your, 
of what you need to do to get there. And that's the important thing, I think. Well, and that comes back to the whole like posting thing, right? And like what I was saying before about like with videos and when you're posting it, if you're listening to Stuart Little and you're like constantly immersing yourself in great piping like that, you start to hear what good piping sounds like. And then you hear the reality of yourself played back and you're like, oh, fuck, like <laughs> that sounds awful. But if you played that to someone who's not a piper, they're just going to be like, oh, it sounds great. So it's all relative to the audience that's listening to it. Right, Failure exactly. is yeah. relative, therefore it doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. So, and that's why we find it important to record yourself early on so you see how far you've come instead of looking to where you're trying to get to. You know, it's, it's better to look at that. It's more motivational and less painful, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but you're to get to. Your PB, right? Like, comparison's the, thief of, comparison's the thief of joy. Just trying to beat your own PB. Right, exactly correct. And that's hard to do. I get that. And we all, it's a cliche at this point. We all say that. But, uh, but it's. It's a cliche for a reason. It's true. Um, it's just hard to accept. Um, but uh, yeah, so to get to back to originally Josh's point, what do I feel like a failure to say recently? Like I, I very much every day feel like a failure for the band that shall not be named. I have no ability to change these people's minds, abilities, uh, motivations, choices, anything at all. And we are no further along than we were 10 years ago, potentially. And that, weighs on me all the time because i don't like to fail and i and it ref, i mean it reflects on me it's my ego for sure there's no doubt like people i would say for the most part think of the, the band that shall not be named and probably think of me first maybe others too but for sure it's my baby if you will at this point so i that makes me fucking crazy i i definitely feel especially that we've had to go back to do the things that we've described that we're doing like we i couldn't find another way like there was no other way in the in the and maybe that's a product of the system or whatever it might be but in the end i just look at it as my thing um you know in the i had this argument with fuckface and chum three weeks ago or whatever where we talked about like you know students if a student fails that's on me like i always take first responsibility it's not it's not all on me of course i know the reality of that however what could I have done better? And that's how we should always be thinking to change this person's mindset or approach or strategy or whatever it is. You know, obviously there's always outside factors, but my first instinct is to always think about what I could do better or could have done better or save the process. It's take any breakup I've ever been through ever. I think about it all the fucking time. Like what could I have done better to not have had this situation happen you know um whatever it's it's all the same so um but that's probably the most recent thing that really fucking um you know eats at me i suppose but again i feel like there's, there's always another side to that right so like you talked about the breakup thing and like we've all fucking been there right? <laughs> like... <laughs> that's why i bring it up <laughs> <laughs> multiple times but like when you're going through that it's like there's multiple parties involved in that and they all have mm -hmm. autonomy and agency as well and it's the same in a band so like yes well if you're the leader of an organization you're steering the ship and you go down with it and you try and reflect on that but similarly i think that can go too far so i've experienced that <laughs> recently and i've been bitching to andy on an office that's been going through but like if you take too much on yourself in an organization other people don't step up and sometimes mm -hmm. you have to leave space for that so like yes you can say like or like you can feel like you're you're the leader of the organization so you should be the one driving it but sometimes you need to let let people have the space to 
fail or, or you don't act. And it's that whole thing of like sometimes not acting is the best thing because when people see that you're not going to do everything for them, that's when they go, oh, fuck, I've actually got to get up and do something. <laughs> and like an example of that is my Ben. So we're having our AGM tonight. I'm the president, um, pipe sergeant. I've been acting pipe major while our pipe major's been um, doing some, he's a medical student, so he's been on practical even things like that. Um, and I actually had to had to kind of step in a couple of weeks ago and just say to everyone, like, not only am I the president, pipe sergeant, acting pipe major, I'm also the quartermaster. I do all of our social media. I store all of the gear. I'm the one who's organizing all of the websites. I'm doing event management. I'm doing, I'm, you know, organizing stuff. And I'm not saying this to be like, I'm a hero, but more just like, this is like my control freak tendencies ramped up to 15,000 <laughs> and I need to actually ramp them back. There's 30 people in this organization. Perhaps it's time for someone else to step up and do something. And I feel like when someone is capable and they're kind of stepping up and saying they're going to do stuff, everyone else is like, cool, I can just show up and, you know, play music and do my practice and that's fine. But the pressure that it puts on that one person burns them the fuck out. And you've been burned out, Andy. <laughs> like, I've been burned out before. Josh, you've been burned out in organisations you've run in the past. Like, unfortunately, that's the reality is that when you get a confident person, everyone in the community organisation needs to chip, chip in. It's a fucking community. Like, and if, if they're not doing that the community organization has failed, not you as a person. So sometimes it's about reframing it as, okay, cool. What do I need to do differently in leading this to get other people to step up? And I don't want to, I don't want to say, like, I do have other very competent people supporting me as, you know, secretary and treasurer and things like that. But um, the reality is that unfortunately, when you step up and say, oh, I'm just going to do that because I know I'll do it right. There's other people who have those skills who could step up and learn something. You're actually doing them a disservice by not giving them the opportunity to be a part of that. Hello, listeners. Josh here from the Chain of Ram Podcast. I want to thank you for listening to that episode. Thank you to my wonderful co-host, Mr. Andy Fusco, and obviously Ozzy Osbrod, the legend. Uh, for more great stuff, check us out at patreon.com slash